Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're so happy, following the blues. We love you, what more can we say? We have a team that's tops. here at St. Andrews. Ladies and gents, girls and boys, it's 6.30 Monday night. Welcome to the Talk, Talk Show, sponsored by Royal Sports, principal sponsor of Birmingham City Football Club. And here we are. Yes, they did me proud. Yes, the boys in blue went to Stoke and did what I wanted them to do. The sound of pottery smashing all over Staffordshire. The sound of chip shop doors slamming in my ear as they start to close down for business. Birmingham City did Stoke again. My goodness me, am I an happy man living up here. <laughs> I've had such a fun weekend, believe me. So we're going to introduce you to the team, uh, the chairman of the board, Mr Alan Watton. Good evening, everybody. And just Go on to- and have you, Chris Brown. Your microphone's off. You've got one job. <laughs> one job. He picked me up. Fixer, you got me on that one, mate. I, I was not quick enough for that one. <laughs> Uh, the one of Chris Brown. Oh, that's nice of you to talk to us, Chris. Um, Hello, Chris. Courtney. Good evening, everyone. Mark Adams. Hello, Hello everybody. How are you today? Uh, we're absolutely proud and delighted to have in our midst today an ex-Birmingham City player, an absolute legend, our uh, minds and uh, memories, the one and only Mr Jacques Magoma. Pleasure, guys. Oh, yeah. Pleasure. Oh, Pleasure oh, to be oh, here. Oh, Thanks for having me. How are you, buddy? You all right? I'm good, thank you. I'm good very man. good. Man. Um, loved your style of play, loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, met you in Leicester. We when we played Leicester, you were sat in the stands, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Met you there, shook your hand. I bet you remember me, don't you? I can't remember at all. I can't remember <laughs> that. But I do remember being in the stands um, in Leicester. But it's crazy because as soon as somebody recognised that it was you, they were like everybody was like giving it large, weren't they? Really funny, really funny, great moment. Um, so welcome to the Tilton Talk Show, Jack, and thanks for all your service to Birmingham City Football Club. Um, them amazing little tricks and skills and one thing or another. Um, but Birmingham beat Stoke. I've got nothing else to talk about, Jack. You might as well go now, mate. Birmingham beat Stoke. <laughs> I've not got a clue what that means to me living here. <laughs> all right, okay. Off you go. Analysis. Okay, so pretty much first half, a uh, carbon copy of the Millwall game. It's quite, um, not much in it, not a lot happened, very scrappy. Um, and then to be honest, the general sort of feeling was that we'd, we'd be happy with the point. It was petering out for a nil-nil. Stoke, I must say, were poor. Um, but that was the sort of game we'd probably lose last season. We'd probably let in a silly goal and go on to lose one or two-nil. Second half, we came out much better, controlled the game. Uh, and thoroughly deserved the win. Great header by Dean, by the way, Harley Dean. Um, I thought he was outstanding on, on Saturday. I, I know he's had his critics, and I haven't been his biggest fan at times, but he was absolutely superb. And I think that was probably his best game for, for Blues. Yeah. He was absolutely superb. Did you um, see his interview after, Mark? 
Yes, yeah, I saw that before, yeah. And Mags, you can yeah. probably a little more so than us, but he said, didn't he, that it's been the best time. I'm, I'm Paul Hipkiss, everyone, by the way. I'll, just, I'll introduce myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, Paul. yeah, yeah. Hello, Paul. <laughs> I do. Who are you? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the best. Really I'm so <laughs> sorry, mate. Uh, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, Paul Hipkiss. If they know me, I'm in, you know, it's the first show ever. I can't say even at all. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Max, you can probably allude to this better than we can, but you know, he said that you know it's been the best time that he's enjoyed here, and it's been a long time coming. But it feels like you know similar to when Gary Monk was our manager uh, back in those times, and you know he's got the squad together, he's got the players and the fans close again, and you know just tell us a little bit about when Gary Monk was our manager and what it was like as a player. Yeah, I think um, I think he's obviously referring probably to. Um, to maybe the man management that maybe uh, the recent manager has, John usually has, and Gary Monk, probably similar. And that's yeah. probably why I, I said it in my video. I said the difference a manager can make to a player, giving him confidence, playing him, um, you know, he's come back. He, he hasn't, like, I would agree um, in, in the past, he hasn't played at his best. But, you know, um, he's he came he came from Brentford, um playing football we all know Brentford the way they play and the change of style the way we play was almost like we play now you know sitting hard to beat and then hit them on a counter attack so he kind of he's had a lot of adjustment to do um but like I said like the difference what what John is doing what the manager is doing right now like for me I, I just think it's so brilliant Bryce um he's just gone back to basics he's literally yeah. just gone back to basics stripped it down we're hard to beat, like, like we were saying before. We just don't look like we're going to lose any games. But I can't see us losing any game. We might not go and score or look pretty in the final third in some game, but we just don't look like we're going to, we're going to lose. No, exactly, no. And it's, uh, it's starting to feel good again, and it's been a long time coming, you know, uh, as a fan, obviously. It's been uh, a challenge, to say the least, since we got relegated in 2011 up to now, you know, and it's looking like we're heading in the right direction, dare I say, touch wood, you know. Um, but yeah, it's uh, obviously five years with the club, wasn't it, Mag? So you joined us in, am I right in saying 2015, was it? Yeah. yeah. That long ago? Seven years, isn't it? It's eight, yeah, it's ages. Yeah, two, 2015 I joined. Um, Gary Rowett got me in from Sheffield Wednesday. I remember the game, actually. We played we played Birmingham and it was a draw. Um we play, uh, when I was playing for Sheffield Wednesday and I was coming to the end of my contract and um, I had him previously at Burton Albion and um, I spoke to him after the game and he's like, what are you doing in summer? And I was just like, well, you're getting me in, aren't you? So, and like, the conversation went like that and he's like, we'll speak in the summer. And, you know, came to the summer, he, you know, I, I sent him a message, he replied and then we got talking and then that's when I joined. Yeah, but take us back to the beginning of your career, Max. So, so what got you into football and where was you sort of first spotted and talk us through how you sort of got into Tottenham's academy as a kid? Right. It, 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 this will take me back a bit. Um, so I came, I came into the country when I was, I was 10 um, from Congo. We um, immigrated here to the UK and we, I lived at, um, in Tottenham five minutes away from, from White Hart Lane. Um, so um, th that's basically how, 
like I said, I became a Spurs fan. That's how I fell in love with Tottenham because I literally lived. I used to hear the, you know, the the chants um, in the stadium. I was I was that close. Um, although I couldn't go to the in, into the stadium at the time, but I could hear it. I could see the fans singing, and you know, and and on good days when we win, it was like it was just unbelievable. Um, so yeah, so started getting into football just because I've seen that uh, my interest grew. Um, yeah. and, and then at school as well, my interest grew at school. Um, um, sports was was one thing that I was I was always I was naturally gifted at. So I played cricket, rugby, um, football, but I ended up going the football route. Um, and like, at 12 years old, I got scouted. I was playing for a Sunday league team, Winchmore Hill. Mm. Um, and I got scouted, um, told me to come in. I tried for two weeks. And I remember the I remember the coach actually was Dave Kerslake. So what I used to do is so training was at half six. Um, so I used to leave school, three thirty, um, run um, run home, get lunch, get breakfast, uh, get lunch. Uh, sorry, get dinner um, into a box, get to the bus stop. You know, like get get. I used to get four buses in order for me to get to um, to um, to training for half six. And wow. after two weeks, Dave Kerslake turned around to me and said, you know, we're not going to offer you anything. You're not good enough at the moment. Um, you know, I can still remember like it was yesterday, you know, tears running down my eyes. Wow. And the biggest mistake he did was give me his number because all I did was ring him for like every, every, every <laughs> other week. I used to just ring him. Um, that was the biggest mistake. And he, he ended up having the hump. And um, three, three years later, um, at 12, after being after saying you're not good enough, at 14, 15, um, I got invited back in, and you know ended up signing. And after that, you know the rest is history, really. Yeah, yeah. And and was it still David Kerr's like when you went when you got back in after? Yeah, because I remember him. He was a right back for Tottenham when he played for Spurs. Yeah, um, it, at fifteen, it was it was him who invited me back. Um, it was he was the head coach with uh, alongside Mickey Hazard. I don't know if you guys, yeah, Rim, yeah, yeah, Mickey Hazard, yeah. yeah um, Mickey Hazard is probably one of my favorite youth team coach. Um, um, even till now, um, I, I haven't kept in contact with him, um, but I would, I would like to get in contact with him again. But he was he was unbelievable um, for my development. Yes, yeah. I got into the academy pretty late. Fifteen is is really late to get into the academy. Um, a lot of the kids now they start at the age of five, six, and even back then it was like that. So um, I had a lot of catching up to do, a lot of training to do, um, in terms in terms of like technical ability, um, even my physical attributes. I was really small and skinny and scrawny a little bit. Um, but yeah, you know, like it. it it, it was it was really it was really good. At the same time, it was tough um, coming through the coming through the academy. It wasn't it wasn't easy at all. So, like I said, like now my story, I, I, I try to tell my story to try and help young players not to think that the road is basically just like an uphill. Like you just go in, it's going to be all rosy all the way. You know, I had to be told no to then go away and come back. And, and and prove myself again and, yeah. and and in life in general that's what that's what it is like it, over and over you just you're just tested so yeah, yeah i try to tell that 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 part of my story um with what i'm doing now so 
So that's a little bit of me getting into the Tottenham Academy from at the from 12, 15. Yeah. And who was the who was Burton Albion's manager that signed you at the time? 2009, wasn't it? You went to Burton. Yeah, so yeah, two thousand um Paul Piscasolido was the manager at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh he he was the he was the gaffer at the time and he the the assistant was Gary Rowett. Rowett. Uh, mm. So I signed there. Um, to be fair, at the start, me and Gary clashed a lot. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we always clashed because it, it was um, like I, I always wanted to dribble and, and whatnot. And and I'll hold my hand up like the tracking back used to get, get him to like have a go at me every single time. Um, <laughs> running, running, back, running back the other way. So... Um, yeah, and we we clashed to start off with, um, but Paul was was brilliant for me. Like he gave me my first, you know, professional game. I would call it. Um, yeah. So Burton Albion, um, Ben, the chairman, um, who's who's good for me. That like he's look brilliant. Four years I spent there. Yeah. Um, at Burton, so it's really mm. good. Yeah. And yeah. Lily wants Lily Lily wants to know what your favourite memories were, and what was your worst moment. Or moments at Blues? My favourite memory at, at Birmingham. Yeah. I've got so many. I've got so many. I could, I mean, but one that really sticks out. It's always been the ones where, you know, we're fighting for, you know, the times I was there, we're always fighting to stay up. Mm. Um, I think, I think more time than ever, I can remember that we were really safe and, you know, end of the season, you're kind of just you're you're playing with no stress of like you know if if you lose this game, you're getting relegated. Um, so I remember, like I said, the Sheffield United game um, where we needed to win and we got the three points and us uh, and I scored um, to make it two one uh, at home. Yeah. We played them. Uh, I could also remember Fulham away when we beat them five two. Yeah, that was really game. good. Yeah, that was, that was a that was, good, that was a really good game. I remember also Derby where Kifton Bell scored on a on a volley um, at the edge. Yeah. of the woods. Um, that was a that was a good day as well. So there's so many memories, um, so many good memories. I, I haven't really got any bad ones. I'll probably say the the one that kind of sticks out in my head was probably the time where. I came back from African Cup of Nations and Zola was in charge and we hadn't won for, for about, I don't know, like 15 games or whatnot. And I wasn't in the squad um, at, at times. I wasn't involved. Um, but I didn't have a bad relationship with him. He, like, he just favoured other players. I think that was probably, that's probably one that will probably stand out the most for me. But mm. with, with my time there, I hardly had any bad memories, to be honest with you. Well, I think his tenure uh, stands out with us. Sorry, Paul? Nick, I think his tenure stands out with us. His tenure. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think, for mm. me, I think at the time for you, Mags, I guess with obviously obviously knowing Gary Wright from Burton and obviously him bringing you into the Blues, <coughs> um, it must have been challenging for you at that time when he was suddenly dismissed, obviously, and replaced with Zola at that time. Talk us through what it was like then as a player. Obviously, it was a big shot to us fans at the time, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It, it was crazy. We walked in... We walked, we walked. I walked in um, that morning, and um, I think it was after the Newcastle game, wasn't it? Um, if oh. I remember, yeah, 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 yeah. So, 
walked in into the canteen and he, he had a meeting and he said like that said like I'm I'm off I'm off lads um, obviously the the decision's been made um, and we were just sitting there and be like surely this is banter like it, he's obviously joking trying to like wind us up um, and then no like he was actually that's exactly what happened and we were just like we couldn't believe it because we were doing so well in the league at the time I think we were like fourth or something or around the we're, we're we're in the top half of the table. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, like we just couldn't believe it as players. And especially for me, it was almost like having a having a manager that understood me, that I spoke to quite a lot. If I had problems at home, if I didn't, if if certain things didn't go well, I can go to him at any time and have that conversation with him. Um, and he would we would we would sit down, we would and he would listen to me and you know. He's almost, um, I would say, someone that gave me advice as well on certain life choices and certain things that I needed help with. So, I was he like a mentor? People. Sorry, Max. Was he like a mentor? Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said um, at the start at Burton, we clashed a lot, and you know, it, I, he eventually got me to turn the corner um, when he when he took charge of Burton or when Paul um, Pescicilido, you know, decided that management wasn't for him anymore. Um, had had a meeting with, with with Gaz and you know he made me turn the corner. He he, he challenged me in different ways than other managers have. Um, I'll probably say um, I'll probably say him and and Gary Monk were probably two managers. I would and and Paul and Paul Casilido, If I had to pick three, <clears throat> um, they really challenged me in in different ways, but in, in a positive way. Um, yeah, but yeah, like. I said he, he was, you know, I could, I could speak to him. So it was really difficult seeing him leave, um, um, especially after he, bring, he 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 brought me to the club. And, you know, I, I, he had he had great plans for the club as well. I think he was getting on a roll um, and he had the players on board in, in what we were doing. I think the club and the fans were, were all behind him as well at the time. So it, it was just a shock for everyone, to be honest. And then... We then obviously suddenly turned into Watford, didn't we? And started changing our manager every season. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. You know, quite a long period of time. And in week, was it, Paul? <laughs> we, were, we were good at it, then. Uh, <laughs> consistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, every other week. Every other week, you had a new manager. I know, man. We had the chairman. <laughs> we had the chairman as a manager at one stage. We had... Oh, it, was just, it just became... There's a few posts knocking around about, uh, and I don't know if you've heard this news, that Liam Dace is back at Blues. Yeah. New yeah. Academy manager. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about it, I think, later. Yeah. 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 But can you, can you um, allude on to that a bit more, Max? You know, you mentioned there the chairman was the manager at one point, and obviously we've all seen the pictures of Dung in his tracksuit on the train yeah. ground. Was he yeah. getting was he himself? I, I think when, when certain managers came in, I think he just became... It became clear he was kind of making decisions um, at the end. I think before when Gary when Gary was in charge, you you wouldn't see as if it weren't staff on a training pitch, you wouldn't see no one. No one was allowed. So it was just players, staff, and he, that's exactly how it was. But then after that, you know, you'd you'd eventually see you know like Don coming in, chairman coming in. Um, you see them doing kick like kickups and on which we're training. They're doing kickups like in their shoes and that. And it was just like 
yeah, it was it it, it 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 wasn't great. It wasn't pretty, but um, yeah, that, that I think that's where we kind of struggled because um, if, if if the way the way it was set up behind closed doors didn't go with what was going on on the pitch. I think as a as a team, we we had that spirit, but because be, all the stuff behind it wasn't great, it just made it. Mm. It, it, it didn't make it as smooth as smooth as we wanted to as players. So we were yeah. always fighting with what was behind, and then trying to, you know, perform on a Saturday. It, it just didn't. Uh, sometimes, and that's why I think the consistency as a team um, at my time there, we just didn't have that consistency. We were just like up and down every single, like every other week. We'd have maybe like two, three weeks where we do well, and then like two, three weeks where we were just poor. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did you feel? Uh, did you feel like actually turn around and say we've got a manager, leave us alone? Or as players, was it a case of having to kind of oh, pull sure. it because you were feared for your, for, you know, feared for being in the squad and in the team? I mean, you mentioned about being on the training ground, but did they have a a, a say in picking the team as well? I I think they did. I think a lot of us thought that they did have a say in who was coming in, who wasn't coming, who who wasn't um, playing, um, who was starting, what what eleven was going to be on, who's going to be on the bench. Um, we definitely felt that, and it wasn't so much a fear, but it was it was almost like you don't make any you don't make the, the, any decision. You're just out there. You get picked to go out on the pitch, and you get picked to go and perform. So, you know, although we could challenge it and be like, we don't agree with it, 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 it didn't matter one bit. I think it's something we all, we all, we all really suspected, didn't we? Yeah. So, you know. um, uh, Lisa Field uh, wants to know, would you come back to the, well, it's, it's a son that wants to know, would you come back to the Blues? And what advice would you give me for playing football from Ryan, aged 11? Well done, Ryan. Um, good question. Good question. Would I come back to the Blues? Hundred percent. Um, I, I, I still keep in contact with uh, once in a while. I speak to to guards um, who's done really well and he's got a position himself there. So once in a bit, like well, I'll send him a message and he replies. So um, maybe in the future, I think I, I have I have a few steps. I'm doing my A license, which will be finishing next year. Um, I'm on a, I'm on so many different courses um, towards my coaching. Um, and, and I have so much to learn um, from the other side. Um, so one benefit I have is that I have the career and I have the knowledge of that. And if I can blend it with what I'm learning now, um, hopefully that will Excellent. help. So what advice would you give to Ryan, age 11? What what advice? Yeah. At age 11, just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I'm really curious, uh, Mags, is that a lot of, lot of ex-players talk about Taking their badges and and, and be, finally becoming a coach and so forth. How how difficult is it? I mean, is it is it mainly like coursework, field work, combination of both, or it's a combination of both. Like it, it, at at the moment, like I said, it's 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 learning different the different languages that you can use with the younger players than when I was playing with the senior boys, with the senior boys, like, like you're saying, it's, everything goes, like you can say whatever you want almost. Yeah. Um, but it's also having that constraint and also learning the other side where 
some some players, you know, react differently to how you speak to them. So learning that from, you know, coaching and under 10, you, you might say one thing to him, he might not understand. So you got to find different ways to activate their brain. So it's just learning that. And obviously the badges um, the, with the, with the, with the FA, they just teach you different different things, um, even using tools like editing skills, um, something that I'd never thought that I would, that I would really? need in my life. Wow. Like, so okay. it's just like, yeah, it's, it's it, you know, using Huddle, like it's just using different different softwares um, to edit, to to clip. Um, say say I say I'm learning about Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo, and I take a video, a, a mm. ninety minutes game of him clipping his clipping his um his actions during the game um so it's just learning different different tools as a manager now in the modern game you you need all these all these tools wow we'd never have thought of that that's no. you've just given you just given us insight max I wouldn't have thought yeah, of that. yeah it's fascinating actually yeah. yeah yeah very interesting very interesting uh craig there's loads and loads of um complimentary comments for uh mags if you want to read a few there is, and, and Mags, I think we've got a, a, a listener in Lilypad that's got a little bit of a soft spot for you, saying you've got beautiful eyes and a wonderful smile. <laughs> Please have to stay on the show. Um, we've uh, we've also had people just commenting generally on, on your career whilst you were at the club. Uh, Scott Rothwell, evening and welcome to Mags. Met you once after the winning the Man of the Match versus QPR under the Rowett days. It was great meeting you then. The insight that you've given to people, uh, I think it's fair to say fans had thought things were going on, but to hear it from from an ex-player has, has also gone down well and people are thanking you for being being so honest. Um, then there's a, a couple of other areas, and just one question um, from Dave Twine. He said that you played, uh, he believes, with a gentleman called Tom Lees whilst you were at Sheffield Wednesday. And he believes that he was a blues fan. Is that true? I don't think I ever spoke to him about him being a blues fan. To be fair, um, I, I really I did play with him. Uh, um, he came from Leeds. Um, I think we I think we ended up buying him from Leeds to Sheffield Wednesday. But I don't remember having that conversation with him. To be honest, Jack, <laughs> yeah, um, I sorry, um, I did a bit of research. Got the old videos out about you, and trying to remind myself. And I was amazed. You didn't have to get some good goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 one against, uh, I think it was Barnsley, where you cut, you, you you ran from the halfway line, one-on-one with a keeper, slotted it home, no problem. Again, at probably Swansea and Wigan, similar. Um, obviously, the best one I can remember uh, was against Stoke hey. uh, at Christmas, <laughs> and you put it past Jack Butland, which... At the time, that was quite a that was quite an achievement. But you didn't you didn't get tap ins, did you? I mean, you were a, you used oh another Rotherham was another one. You, you stole the ball on the halfway line and gone and and slotted it in. And that, it all it all came flooding back to me. Yeah, that that's mm. what this guy was about. He pace and excellent finishing. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, by the way, and and I do appreciate that. Um, but. One thing I do criticise myself, like if I self-reflect now, um, I think, like I said, as a, as a coach now, you've got to do so much self-reflecting. And if I self-reflect, if I got into the back stick a little bit more, I would have got a lot more tappings, as you say. Um, 
Um, and that's one thing if if I had to change or if I want if I wanted to improve um on my game um or tell anyone who's listening who's you know who's who's a winger or an attacking player is is getting those tappings. You might get five or six, but it adds up in the season. Um, and yeah. there's always, you know, balls coming across the box. If you get in that back stick um, or if you're in, in and around the box, um, I think that's one thing that I'll be self-critical of myself in, in terms of, you know, getting more goals um, for the club, which was like you said, is getting those tap-ins. Yeah. Question for you, Jack. Here you go. Um, you said earlier about you was delivered that news um, that you weren't good enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've, I've been told that all my life, and believe me, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know have to deliver that kind of news to youngsters, or or is that somebody else's job? No, um, it, it's it's difficult. Um, I had to. It, there was a period. I think it was with the under under fourteens and under fourteen, and I witnessed a boy getting told and. I had I had I had built a, a a bond with that with that boy, and him being told that just I, I literally it was hard for me to even take the session because just watching him go through that and you know like it, it was just so difficult. So like I said, it, there's so much going as a player. You don't think about these things. You just like get on with it. Did you give him your phone number? No, <laughs> no, um, no, I didn't. Um, I, think, I, th I think if, like I said, I was lucky that Dave gave 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 me his um, his number. But like I say, if you go down that road, I think it would be selfish to give one person and not everything. Oh. I love your brutal honesty, mate. I genuinely do. Really, I mean that. I genuinely mean that, mate. The words that are coming out of your mouth are. Well, I have goosebumps. There you go. It's brilliant. Some uh, some other questions that are coming, Mags. Are um, who was your toughest opponent that you ever played against? It was me at Leicester. Yeah. It was the bartender. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you saw um, Nick a dummy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, no, the, my toughest opponent who, who I always had tough battles with was um, Lee Peltier. Oh, um, Peltier, yeah. Yeah, that right back. He was, and also Lehigh um, when he was at um, Middlesbrough. No, he wasn't at Middlesbrough. Was he at Middlesbrough? Bristol. Bristol City, uh, no? Yeah, I think he, I think he was at mm. Bristol, but I, I remember I can't remember who because uh, he played for different clubs as well um, at my time. But he was, I think, those two were tough opponents. Like if I wasn't on my game, like I knew, like I was just gonna get ragdolled. Like they were just so physical, strong, especially Lee Peltier at Cardiff um, when they had. Um, uh, Neil Warnock, they're playing that man marking system. He will literally follow you everywhere. He'll play right back. If I go to the other side, he'll literally just follow me. Follow. Um, it, was, it was just a tough game um, against him. I think he'll, he'll probably be my toughest opponent, I'd say. 
Um, we've got some Anthony Hill, who's up in New Hampshire. New Hampshire, he wants to say, hi, Mags. Hang on, is that is that like New Hampshire, is in, like, just outside Aldershot? That's the one. No, that's the old one, mate. <laughs> in Warrington. <laughs> yeah. So if you can just say hello to uh, Anthony Hill. Hello, Anthony. How are you doing, buddy? And he says, oh. keep up the great videos. We'll talk about those later as well. Mm, all the way from New Hampshire. Well done, mate. Well done. Yeah. Nice one. Can I say, Max? Sorry, can I ask um, if you can say a special hello to little, your friend, little Louis? Um, yeah. and Megan, can you give him a shout out? Because he'll be watching. Yeah. Um, Louis, how are you doing, mate? I hope you're doing well at school. Um, you're behaving yourself. I hope you're doing all your homework and you're listening to your mum uh, and you're staying out of trouble. And I hope you're still practicing your skills. And um, hopefully, one day, um, I'm hoping to see you play for Birmingham. Mags, there's been a question coming to me on, on text, and it's um, in regards to the fact that I believe your brother is playing for, is he Brentford or maybe yeah. on loan at the moment? Yeah. yeah. So the question is, you're a coach now. How yeah. have you yeah. approached that? And have you coached your brother the same as what you would do, the teams that you're with at the moment? Yeah, um, that is my brother. I got two. I got two younger brothers. Um, uh, both, both professional. Um, um, funny enough, we all came through the Spurs academy. Um, so um, yeah, I'm really proud of that because I know how difficult it is to just get one brother through um, an academy. But to, you know, to get all both of them who graduated, who came through starting from under sevens all the way through. Um, really, really good. Um, yeah, he's a, he he's a, he's at Brentford, but he's on loan at Wimbledon, and I'm probably harsher. You know, I'm tough, tough on both of them um, more than I probably was on myself because I know just how hard it is now for young players to have a long career. Um, you know, in football because it, it it's it's just getting harder and harder every year. The quality of players are much better, as you can see. Even with Blues, like our players are so much better now. You know, no disrespect in my time, but as a squad, we just got so much more in depth. Um, the players coming off the bench are just much better. Um, so yeah, um, I would say I'm probably harsh on them, um, especially my youngest one. Um, they tend to be a little bit more, you know, uh, <laughs> off, the, off the cuff. But um, he's doing very well at Wimbledon. Um, he's he's played most. He's he's played a, a lot of games, which he needed. He's 21 now, so he needs the game time. Um, and you know, like I said, um, he's going back on. He's on loan till January, so hopefully, when he goes back to Brentford, it's either he will get a chance or. We'll try to get him uh, a better long move, you know, in League One or Championship. What's Mag's thoughts on Jude Bellingham? Can I can I tell you a quick story on Jude? Oh, no, 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 not Jude. Did, did he say Jude or Joe? Jude. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to say about Joe. Okay. Chris, hang on. This is a scoop. This is a scoop. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's not that kind of story. It's actually, um, yeah. So no, Jude. When he came up into the first team, um, I kid you not, all of us just turned around and were like, who is this kid? 
he was like 16, 17. He was like, who is he? Like, what is going on here? Like, he used to run the training session single-handedly by himself. Like, he would literally get the ball from the goalkeeper and go and score. And we would just, like, be there and be like, "What's what is that? What's going on? Who, like, what is he doing? And it was just unbelievable to see such a talent at that age. Um, and we just couldn't believe it how good he was and how developed he was already. Um, Cause a lot of people, as you even, as you see now, like his quads are just like, it's like if you're looking at a yeah. 26, 27 year old, who's played so many games, um, Jude. Um, yeah. yeah. I think personally, from what I've seen, um, especially that season that he had at Birmingham, um, he's definitely future England captain. And in my opinion, he's definitely going to be a Ballon d'Or winner. And how how good would our squad be if we'd still got him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what a shame that we have to sell one of the best things that's come through our club, probably since Trevor Francis. Yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult, though, because I, he, he probably also, he, he's, he's ambitious that move because you got to think about all the all the clubs that were coming after him and um, you're talking about pretty much all the top I think the Avon ladies call him we're talking we about Job as well so is this um what, what, what I guess actually I guess your brother may well have played with Job in the uh, England setup as he's worked his way through. But um, yeah, what what's your uh, what's your story? <laughs> We're all intrigued now. Well, with Job, no, I won't say it. He's still he's still at the club, so we'll keep it. Um, I don't. <laughs> want... Ah, come on. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Jack. Right? Okay. Will you tell us off air? Uh, he, he's uh, if if he ends up moving up from the club and I come back on the podcast, I'm more, I'm more than happy to 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 say it. But it's, it's it's it is a good story, but we'll keep it for another time. Jack, don't you don't you think that um, with Jude because he's moved up a level? I mean, to from the Championship to the Champions League in the space of in the blinking of an eye, yeah. he's. His progress has been accelerated. With the greatest respect, if he played for us for two seasons, he wouldn't, uh, you know, you uh, he wouldn't have been that sh- that much sharper, that much quicker. Uh, he's passes, you know, he, he passes to world class pay- players now, and he gets the ball back, and and he makes things happen there. Where if he'd have played for Birmingham um, for those two years. He wouldn't have had that exposure to that sort of level. I mean, he was in the England side a fortnight after he left us. Um, you know, that's a massive leap. But if if he hadn't have hadn't have done that, then his progress probably wouldn't have been as rapid, would it? No, you're completely right. Um, it definitely wouldn't have, have helped him. Um, I think his love for the club definitely, as you see him, he comes back, he goes into the changing room. Uh, at the training ground, you know, he loves the club. But I think as a player of his quality um, and what, you know, the future holds for him, I think he needed to make that decision in order for him to progress to the next level. 
And, you know, going to Dortmund was, for me, was probably the best the best pick of, of the clubs that he could have gone to because of the game time that he would have had. I think at the time there was Man United, especially knocking on the door. I think he went and met with Sir Alex Ferguson off the, off the training one time. He's like, Jude, where are you going? He's like, I'm just going to meet Sir Alex Ferguson. I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 you know, it's, um, yeah, like... We could do it on here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, you know, so... No, you know, it's funny, Alan, you saying it like that. I, I've never really thought of it like that, to be honest. But well, I suppose you're right. I, I, I've watched virtually every game I can get hold of of Dortmund. Um, and I watched him Saturday, and he, he had a very quiet game. They won 3-0. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The week before, they were struggling. And he, he just took, took the game over. He just grabbed it by the scruff of the neck, and they've... I can't remember now. I think they were a goal down. They they won in the end, uh, and he got the winner. You know, and and you're thinking this kid's still 19. He's, you know, he's he's a Brian Robson. He's a he's a Gascoigne. He's he's Mark you know Lowy. everything's all, got all it. these talents yeah. that these people have. He's got the lot. He's Paul Leeds, Frank Lampard, and Stephen Gerrard all rolled into and one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come on, chuck a few more into the mix. Come on. <laughs> I think I think he's going to be our standout player in the World Cup as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's no, way, there's no way he's not starting. Surely, there's no way. Sure. How not. much? How much, Paul? Would you pay for Jude to score the goal that wins the World Cup against Argentina? <laughs> um, I'll probably quite happily just give up everything I've got, Nick. Um, <laughs> just, just to experience that um, would be incredible, wouldn't it? it? Really would. I mean, even if. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even if anybody scored the winning goal in the World Cup final, obviously it would be phenomenal. But for him to do it, would be even more special. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's got the world at his feet. He really has. He's going to go. Well, he's already he already has gone all the yeah. way in. The Ballon d'Or winner. Quick question: yeah. Do you go back to St Andrews much, mate? Sorry, can you repeat that? It just cut off. Do you go back to St Andrews much? Um, I haven't been back. I've I've not been back. I'm planning to. To come back um, and and watch a home game, um, hopefully um, very soon. Let us know what you do, mate. We'll all meet up. We're gonna have a beer. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Next uh, when you when you when you walk uh, in through reception at St Andrews, Paul Hipkiss is the man that supplies the carpets that you wipe your feet on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Since that's got in now in about six weeks, we've only lost one game. 
Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, Jack, don't plan on going there on a Saturday because we don't play on Saturday. That's right. That's right, Alan. Yeah, absolutely. Friday nights. but not being horrible, though, guys. I'm glad we don't play on a Saturday because I work on a Saturday. That means I can go to more games. Can I ask a question? Do you think we play better at home or away? Away. 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 Honestly, think, Max, I, I think, think we're probably the reason. Sorry, Mark, got to crack on. No, it's just saying to Max away, away, I'd say. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think probably the reason for that is is the fans are more up for it away, aren't they? They're up, they're like, up for the day. It's a day out. It's yeah. like, you know, we're going to get legless. We're going to you know, fall over and be drunk and be stupid and one thing or another. The stadium plays a big part um, to obviously say like the atmosphere at home because. One one thing probably maybe fans don't realise is how taxing the the ground at at, at home is. It, it literally is rock solid. Like the grass might look perfect. Like you might think the grass is perfect, but the ground underneath it's so hard. You know, two three games after, you know, your, your joints, your back. I don't know if it's still the same. If they've changed anything, but. Playing there sometimes, playing at home sometimes, it was just so taxing on your body because um, mm. the ground underneath was just was just so hard. Did you ever mention that to anybody? Yeah, we did. We we complained so many times. By Christmas, like you're complaining about your knee, your back, your hip, your groin, just because the ground the ground was just so hard. Like we we always complained about, it and we always wanted them to fix to fix the pitch. Because he looks lovely on top, but it, it, it looks lovely. Look, the groundsmen do a brilliant job there. Do, Super yeah, they job, do, yeah. without doubt, they do. Um, but like, if that's a problem to the players, that's 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 an easy fix, surely, isn't it? Huh? It's a End lot of, of the money. season, rip it up, lay a new one. It's it's a lot of money. It is it is a lot of money um, to get that fix. I Hang on, how much is a bag of grass seeds? For goodness' sake! <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not. It's not a hundred thousand pounds to relay a pitch. <laughs> Maybe while, maybe while they're sorting out under the cup and tilt, they can sort out under the pitch at the same time. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, can, I, can re- I can remember yeah. when Coventry was sharing this, sharing the ground, and it 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 got bare. Uh, yeah, the the, the ground did, and the hardness of the ground showed up then because sort of January, February, March uh, after it dried out, it, it the ball was bouncing everywhere, and it was very difficult. You know, to put on a decent performance because you know you couldn't pass the ball from one to the other because it's bouncing all over the place, uh, and it was getting twice the wear that would have had normally. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm glad you told me that because that explains an awful lot. You know, yeah. you think, well, I can't string two passes together here, but you know, the, it was it was visible when when Coventry were there that the, the ground was wearing badly, uh, and and good football wasn't going to be uh, a possibility during that period. It's improved a bit since, uh, since they've cleared off. Um, and we've played better football since they've cleared off, to be fair. Yeah. Right, we've got um, minutes anyway and so much to do in 40 minutes. So yeah. before we yeah. move on to you, I'd like to move on to your team in a minute, Mags. You're 1 to 11. Blues players, yeah. you played with five years with us. But before you do, any quick sort of funny, who was the sort of funniest player you played with any good stories or pranks you can tell us? Funniest, I'll probably say Josh McEachran. And now I'm going to say Joe Bellingham. You got something up your sleeve, mate. And I <laughs> I'll probably say um, Josh 
Josh was was a character. Um, Dave, Digger, David Davis was a character. Davis. Um, I'll probably say Bobo. them. Bobo. Not so much. I think I think by the time I came in into Birmingham, Robbo was like he was kind of like on the verge of you know going on the other side on the coaching. So I think he kind of he mm. kind of left all these all these antics <laughs> behind a little bit, but you can still see it on a on a on a decent night out. He he's definitely you can see his character and how he probably was um, when he was probably younger. But yeah, I'll probably say the two definitely would be um, um, Ryan Shotton. Ryan Shotton. He was a he was oh a, yeah yeah. Remember when he thought he's a blue when we played against them? Yeah, he, he was yeah, there. yeah yeah. Remember yeah. that yeah. Clayton, Don, Clayton Donaldson, he, he was a he was a he was a funny Donaldson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any good stories yeah. you can tell us? Any funny pranks or anything that you used to play on, you used to play on each other or anything you can tell us about? No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the reeds, but young. you're not going to tell you us. Can't, you can't tell us, yeah. No, it's like an off air, yeah. Yeah, not yeah. I think it's um <laughs> it's too early. I, I, I think some kids are still are still awake at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Mark's. <laughs> yeah. Jack, how many, um, how many how many local derbies did you play in? Uh, you know what I mean by a local derby. We don't, and we're not allowed to say the word. You get fined ten quid if you say the word, right? Okay. How many local derbies did you play in? Okay, um, I think I played. I, I think I played three. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon, Tom? Yeah. Not 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 great. We we always we did we we didn't turn up on two occasions. Um, mm. Especially away, within term, I think they had they had more quality than they had. I wouldn't say they had better players, but I just think they were they were well run and well organized. And you know, then then it's it's hard to say because I, I don't want to make them sound like they you know whatever. But it, it is hard to admit that they were the better team. Yeah. Who was their manager they, when you played were, against them? They were the better was it, team. Was it Sherwood? What'd you say, Adam? Smith, I said, who, who was the manager of Villa when, when you played against them? Um, is it Steve Bruce? No, it was oh, no. I think it was Sherwood because we played him in the Cup, didn't we? The League Cup mm. game. And we like, you know, I know Sherwood, Sherwood was Sherwood in charge, was in charge for that, yeah. 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 And wasn't it uh, Dean Smith as well? Yeah, that's Dean fun. Smith. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Dean, okay. Dean Smith. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's move on to your team, Max. So... Paul, Paul, sorry, can can I really just, this is a very, very quick one, because we we do need Mark, 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 Mark. Oh yeah, Mark, Mark. So what we've we've done there, Mags, is we've, uh, we set Mark a challenge now every week. Um, Okay. Since he uh, had his opinion on uh, Hannibal the other week. Um, (laughs) um, Which was ludicrous. Featuring the show called Mark's Marks on Hannibal. So it's called Mark's Marks on Hannibal. (laughs) He just put on Oh my God! Well, the lad's improving. I'll give him that. He's listening to the advice we've given him. Um, so this week, I'm going to give the lad a generous seven point eight. We were all a seven point eight on Saturday, I think. But um... I see a bit of paper. You got to live with seven point eight. <laughs> <laughs> and a new temporary, um, a new temporary feature is Magsy's marks on Hannibal. So what are you giving Hannibal out of ten on the performance Saturday, Mags? On Saturday, I, I, I gave him, I think, a seven. Okay, I gave him a seven. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think there's there's a lot for him to improve on. Um, I think he's he's definitely a talent. 
Um, but I think there is there is a lot. He's one of my favorite players, like one of my favorite players now to watch. Yeah, um, in the Blues team. Um, but I do think he has he has a lot to learn, and he's only young. So um, hopefully, like you said, he can, he can take the advice, Mark, and and keep. <laughs> <laughs> do we think Scott Hogan could be the third player for over the last 30 years to score over 20 goals in a season for us oh, wouldn't that be good yeah yeah. what do you think Max wouldn't that be good I, I think he can I, I, I said that he's, he's probably one of the most clinical finishes that in, in the championship by the way um, I'll put it there I think he's he's very good in front of goal he may need you know three four chances before he scores but <laughs> Still is good in front of him. He's already got eight. So, and we're only in November. He's got eight goals. So, you'd like to think in the next three months he can get, you know, can get twelve goals, or in the next six months, I would say he can get twelve goals. I think it's more. It's more than possible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I'll probably say he can get twenty goals, hundred percent. Yeah. But there's only Steve There's only Steve Claridge and Shay Adams that have done it for us in the last thirty years. I'm good with Shay, by the way. Oh, awesome. That season when Gary Monk yeah. came. Yeah. People, yeah, his, 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 his high scoring season prior to Monk's season was seven. Um, seven, yeah. And yeah. then Gary Monk comes in with James Beattie. And do you think a lot of that was down to James Beattie as well, mate? Why he turned into a such a prolific forward? Um, I, I think he just he just clicked. Like I said, like the, the difference a manager can make for you, like I, yeah. I think he, he definitely relished under Gary Monk. And he, he I think... The only two players to play every single game in that season um, was him and Juki. Yeah. Every single every single game and every single minute, I think. They played every single game and every single minute. They didn't get taken off or they didn't get subbed. Um, they played every single game and every single minute. And that, that made such a huge difference um, for Shea. Just get having that someone give him that confidence to play week in, uh, week, week out. And some of the goals he scored, wow, like, so good. So the hat-trick, hat was, was it a hat-trick he scored at QPR away? QPR, yeah. yeah. Did you play in that? Yeah. yeah. You did? Um, yeah, he was, he was heading a moment. The second half, we, we, they literally came out and absolutely battered us. And, you know, Lee Camp saved us. And, yeah. <laughs> in the middle of our goal, yeah. Good Max, did yeah. you see the um, the big cardboard cutout of him in the main stand? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? It's only Birmingham City that can do that sort of yeah, stuff. No. I promise you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, anyway, um, once, Max, hit us with your team. Your all time. Well, your your from the five years you was with us. Yeah. What's your your picks of the sort of best players you played with them? I'm kind, I'm kind of nervous saying this because I, I don't know. Most of you guys probably won't agree. With me, um, <laughs> so, to be honest, to be honest, Mags, when it goes on Twitter, it's mainly players that roast you, so don't worry about it. <laughs> that's that's why I'm nervous. Yeah. I've, I've had to, um, I've had to cut out some 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 friends, and they're definitely not going to be Ooh, controversial. <laughs> we love this, we love it. Um, so in in goal, like I, like I said to, to Paul when I spoke to him, in goal, I'll go with Thomas Kushak. Thomas Kushak, um, was he a friend? Um, yeah, we, we did yeah, okay. have um, <laughs> we did have some good chats, but he at the time I think the time that I played, he was our he was our best goalkeeper. He was brilliant, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I would say, um, in my opinion, again, um, left back. 
Oh, he's frozen. There was a few. There was a few. Oh, no, 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 no. You're back with us. Okay, cool. Sorry, sorry, we missed, that. We missed about two seconds of that. Don't worry. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, like I said, I think at left back, hundred percent, I had to change it. I um, I went for Christian Pedersen. Um, it was a toss up between him and Jonathan Grounds um, at left back. Um, Grounds is definitely not going to be happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> Left side centre back. This was another one where I really struggled on as well um, because we had I had Ryan Shotton. Hello, who's that? That's Jonathan Browns. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, um, that was Groundsy. Groundsy just popped in. Yeah, I was going to say. I think it's the owners of Birmingham City Football Club. We finally going to find out who they are. <laughs> it was, yeah, was Dong, um, wasn't it? <laughs> it, was, it was really it was really hard like picking this because um I played with some really good players uh, um obviously Robbo um Paul Robinson that is um Ryan Shaw and played there um but I've decided to go with Harley Dean as left-sided center back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. alongside um Michael Morrison um, who I thought he he was my first. Well, he was like uh, the first first captain that I played under, and he was so good. Quality for us, yeah, really good. Yeah, he yeah. He, he was good. Um, he was good, especially with the time that Gary Rowett was there. He, you know, he yeah. was, he was playing. He, he was playing his best football. Yeah, um, and then right back, I think they weren't. I know they had Paul Cadis, um, <coughs> Jonathan Spector there. Um, but I've gone for Maxine Collin. Yeah. Right back. Um, I think even now, like Max just gives you a seven out of ten every week. He hardly lets you down. Um, Max. He doesn't do anything unbelievable, but he never he never gives you less than a, a five or a six. I think he's always above he's always above average, like yeah. you know, seven. And that's why I've put him there. Um in midfield. It was, it was another tough one because you know we, but I'll, I'll go with um, David Davis, the destroyer. Um, <laughs> Digger, yeah, Digger, the destroyer. Um, I, I really enjoyed playing with him, and 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 the reason why I say that is because we had we had a lot of tough times, and if if you wanted someone with you in those tough times, you you'd want Digger with you, um, yeah, because he was just a. He's just a warrior, you know, anything like you needed anything like and he 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 was there. He was that guy. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll put Digger in there. And alongside him, I'm gonna go for Keith Dimbell. I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep Keith in there. I thought he was really good in in those years as well. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. Um obviously in terms of I know a lot of people probably say in terms of, you know, building up and playing football, um, you know, technically they weren't the they weren't the greatest. But like I said, I think that the times that I played, we were always battling, you know, fighting for survival. Um, and if you needed um, any two players in the midfield of you to go and break play up and to be horrible and to be up against other other players, 
you know, I'll definitely put Keith and, and Digger in there any, any time. Um, and, you know, at left, left wing, no other um, than Demari Gray. I think that's pretty easy. I think everyone would probably oh, yeah. agree on that one. Yeah. Um, right hand side, it was it was hard as well because you know um, you got Hota, you got Cottrell, you got um, those two especially um, between um, I'd say Hota and, and Cots. Would uh, you say sorry, Max? With Hota, would you say it was a similar kind of thing to Harley Dean? Obviously, he was so used to playing the way Brentford played, and then he came to us obviously and had manager after manager and style after style. And when he when he was on it though, he was absolute quality, wasn't he? he really was. That's exactly what it was. Like you, you just you just said it there, and like these players, Max is the only one who's probably he probably adapted really quickly toward to how we played. Um, yeah. But with Harley and and Hota, it, it that's exactly what it was. They they've had to rebrand themselves, um, yeah. and that's why I think they they struggled at times. But that's why I said, especially with Harley, um, that's why I've put him in there because the his character and his you know, mentally how strong you have to be in order to rebrand yourself, you know, people slating you, going going on loan, coming back and then putting yeah. performances as as he is. It's it's so good to see. So um yeah, with Hotter it's the same. Um but I am gonna stick with Hotter because I think the games that he was unplayable at times. You know, he was you know, those there's certain games where he was just unplayable and um seeing him play um, was was you know was really good, and mm. you know, two up front. Um, I struggled with this as well, but I'm gonna go straight in. I'm gonna say Juki um, and Shea. I think yeah. that, that season when Gary Monk came in, they were literally unplayable, and they were, flying, they were yeah. so good for us. They were flying for us. So mm. I'm, I'm gonna go for for Juki and Shea. I know Clayton's probably gonna message me if he sees this. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so is Cots, but listen. Um, I've already sent the clip to him. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'm gonna go for Juki and Shea up top. I think they were brilliant that season. That Garamond came in and Shea got his move um, from that season as well. Um, Juki's still going strong now. Um, I think he's the only player after eight minutes. He looks like you could probably take him off because he looks finished. But you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's yeah. he's such, he's such a warrior, you know, um, such a professional as well. Um, yeah. And it's just so good to see some of these players still playing. Yeah, and captain and manager, Max. Captain Michael Morrison, captain and manager be Gary Rowett. Yeah, good. I would, have said, I would have said me, but you know, I'm not a manager. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about. I wish it hadn't all gone wrong, but it, but it did. And you know what? You've got to move on. It's football. Football's a very strange, fickle, funny business. Like, um, you know, as a kid, I was sport, I think 14. I turned, doing my paper around, turned the sun over. Trevor Francis had just been sold. I sat down on the curb and cried. Uh, cried. Why did he owe you some money? Huh? <laughs> 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 Anyway, the next part of the Chris, show... don't wreck my emotions. <laughs> You're a little challenge now, Max, for a bit of fun. So what we do yeah. now is we have, a, we have a part of the show when we have a special guest on, an next player called Who. So you know like when the when they make a sub, the opposition, and our crowd goes, yeah. Who? Who are you? Part of the show. 
So what we do is basically we're going to play 15 seconds. And all I'm going to say is it's a player that's been in the same squad as yourself over the five years. Um, I'll give you more of a clue. It was during the 2015-16 season. Oh, can you say it like this? I'll give you more of a clue. Because <laughs> 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 with us for a short space of time, um, so I want to see if you can guess who this is just by listening to him talking for 15 seconds. Can I just say, I think this is really, really hard. But here we go. Stand by your beds. You know who it is, Max. Just tell us the first letter of his surname and then we'll give our viewers the chance to have a go as well. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, great. Um, obviously, just a few training sessions with the lads before the, the game at Derby. So it's a good one to settle into. Um, a big result and you know, hopefully we can kick on from that as well. And you got you obviously onto the pitch to make to make your debut, and like you mentioned, there not a bad not a bad situation to make it in. Yeah, it was a great um, you know game to come on really, just to to hopefully settle me in straight away, and hopefully get some get some minutes under my belt now. Mmm, Max is smiling. He's smiling. <laughs> he knows, doesn't he? No, no clue. No clue. <laughs> I wouldn't have got that. I would. Want it again, Max? Do you want to go again? Come on, then. Here we go. Play it again for me, please. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> obviously, just a few training sessions with the lads before the, the game at Derby. So, it's a good one to settle into. Um, a big result and, you know, hopefully we can kick on from that as well. And you got you obviously onto the pitch to make to make your debut. And like you mentioned there, not a bad, not a bad situation to make it in. Yeah, it was a great, um, you know, game to come on, really. Just to, to hopefully settle me in straight away and hopefully get some, get some minutes under my belt now. Difficult. So he came on loan during the season that we had we had the diagonal stripe going down the shirt, if you remember. That was the season you signed, wasn't it? Is that right? That is the season I signed, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to think really hard. Um, Literally only played about five games for us and he was on loan for a short space. I mean, it might have been... I, I definitely didn't speak to him, no. Joined <laughs> <laughs> on loan the same season as you signed. Now, I will back myself up by saying... He might have been and gone before you actually signed. Um, Probably. But, yeah, anyone anyone want to have a go? Oh, yeah, Dave Twine's got it straight away. Straight away? How the hell? That's impressive, that is. Yeah, I think we need to get a, we need to get a, a, a prize out to Dave Twine for that. That is, that's that, incredible. That's, that's like lightning, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll so, send him one uh, of my new keep rights on mugs. It was, it was Will Buckley, Max, who we had on loan for a short period oh, of time. yeah, Will. You was with him, weren't you? Yeah, in the squad. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I said, I probably didn't speak to him, mate. <laughs> 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 he, he's been, yeah, he's you been know what? He didn't speak to you, so he didn't recognise the voice. <laughs> He'll never speak to you again, anyway. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Craig, are we doing um, squad game? We, we, we are. So, so Mags, does um, Paul, he's our fonts of all knowledge and um, he's challenged on many weeks to a game called Squad Game which we will choose a uh, normally it's Birmingham going to make a bit of a change this time around though for yourself because we'd like you to see if you can beat Paul he's only ever been beat by a lady once and um, that was because we cheated but uh, what we got is two squads and they're two England squads and uh, basically, we want you to choose how many players you could name from that squad in a 30-second period. And then Paul will get the second squad for the same period of time. 
The idea is we finally beat him for real. So, <laughs> and believe me, Mags, he is the resident savant. <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> He's good. Um, so, Chris, have you got a coin so that we yeah, can yeah. toss up who's going to go first? Chris has got no money, crying out loud, saying, the bloke's poor. No, he's, got, he's always got shrapnel. I'm always tossing a, a coin. Heads or tails? Go on, Max, heads or on, tails? Um, always heads. No, so, Max, do you want to go first or second? I'll let, I'll let, I'll go second. <laughs> oh. Max, I'm sorry, mate. That was never a word in your vocabulary when you played with Oh, your squad. England, 1998 for the World Cup of France. OK. Go. David Seaman, Darren Anderson, Gary Neville, Gareth Southgate, um, <laughs> Tony Adams, Graham Lasso, Davy Batty, Paul Inc., uh, David Beckham, Michael Owen, Teddy Sheringham, uh, Les Ferdinand, Steve McManaman, uh, Robert Lee, um, Paul Stoles. <laughs> Uh, uh, Alan Shearer. Uh, uh, I'm, Paul. I'm surprised you didn't recognise the groundsman, the tea lady, or the bastard. Um, Paul, I'm just was gonna, so I'm just gonna forfeit now, Paul. You, you can take that. <laughs> that was seriously some going. How much did he get? That was fifteen. Oh no. Really? I think that might actually be the new record that in terms record, of that. Yeah. That is yeah. some going. So, 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 so all you've got to do, Mags, is get 16. <laughs> <laughs> and Mags, you decided to go second. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the that was the wrong decision there. But, <laughs> he's uh, just he's off the scale. I, I love him. Well. <laughs> but your squad, Mags. Information that mags that don't get me anywhere. Information. <laughs> so your squad mags can get Will Buckley. I don't know how I'm going to get this. Ah, <laughs> uh, you'll be fine. It's England, 2004, when we played out in Portugal. Oh, uh, well, what was you then, Max? You're trying to kill me. Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like 17, aren't you? You're about yeah. 17. Can't you give me a recent one at least? <laughs> no, because then you might beat him. Yeah, England for the World <laughs> Cup finals this year. <laughs> <laughs> right. Two. I'll probably funny. You tossed your coin. You made your choice. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was Paul's one? 90 what? 98. 98 for Paul. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have done worse on that, to be honest. And that was okay. his total. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, all Did right, you get cool. the bus driver as well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the groundsman. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll have a go. Let's go. Come on, man. Come on! <laughs> get set. Go! We have Ferdinand, Steven Gerrard, Frank Lamp, Paul Scholes, Michael Owen, Arce Emil Heskey. Forward, big forward. Beckham, big forward, Crouchy. <laughs> 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 that was um that was six. Not bad, man. Not, Not bad. bad. You uh goalkeeper wise, uh he was actually one I'd totally forgotten actually for this competition, but was David James in goal. Yeah. Um, David James. David James. Oh, David James, blimey. Uh you could have had uh, Gary Neville, Ashley Cole, uh John Terry. Uh you also could have had Wayne Rooney, Michael Owen, Wayne Bridge. They're Owen Craig. 
Oh, sorry, yes, got Irene, that's right. Uh, Phil Neville as well. Um, Jamie Carragher, I didn't realise was still playing. Ah, Don't worry about it. Right, we are into the last 15 minutes of the show, actually 10 minutes of the show. Chris Brown, what have you got for us tonight? Okay, so it's the, the last 15 is uh, footballers and superheroes. Superheroes. Anything to do with football and... Football superheroes. and superheroes. Football and superheroes. Um, how, how do I... Right, next ball. Um, next ball. Could you have, um, could you have yeah. David James Bond? David James Bond. Uh, was he... Superhero, come on. It's a star. Well, he was a... I don't know. I've had uh, Lee Clark Kent come through. Yeah. Lee Clark Kent. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, this doesn't count, but I'll say it anyhow. She said Lee Camp because he's just like Thor. Oh, she loves him. You don't know half. So, Mags. I don't watch superhero programs. Uh, what manager? What What manager in your career would you have loved to play for? Didn't play for. Why? Um, I think I played for enough, to be honest. <laughs> no, um, if there if there is any, um, if I had if I had the chance of working under under man under any manager, would definitely be probably one at Liverpool um, and one at Man City. Yeah, I think those those two will definitely be top two. Um, at the moment, yeah. So I'll, I'll say no. Sorry, we got we got Dilly under Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to miss that one. Oh yeah, Dilly. Oh good. Yeah. Robin Van Persie. Oh dear me. Oh, oh god. Morgan's a good one, actually. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. I'm just going to ask. I was going to quickly ask Max. Um, were you one for keeping sort of memorabilia from sorry, those? Sorry, sorry, but when they come through, they do make me laugh. Bob. Are you ready for this? That's all. Superman, Spider-Man City. Spider-Man City. Man, Spider-Man. Yeah. Wasn't that funny? Wasn't worth waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was you going to ask? Sorry, I was, going to, I was going to ask Mags, what sort of mementos have you kept from your days of blues? Have you got like a shirt there? Have you got... I've got so many that um, that I need to get frames for. Um, yeah. Um, there's just so many ones I've I collected. I wasn't one for collecting um, other players' shirt. Um, you know, say, yeah, wet to be perfect. Honestly, you don't know the jack. Well, then, <laughs> what are you saying? I said they normally stink of sweat. To be perfectly honest with you, oh, they're not washed. I haven't washed none of them. <laughs> there's the a, there's, same. I tend not to wash my shirts. Yeah, there's, there's a there's a few that I, uh, there were that I got that were brand new ones I'll probably give away. But the ones that I wore, um, my match worn shirts, or um, if I played against a friend, um, yeah. people that I knew, um, I'll I'll take their shirts. Um, but yeah. I wouldn't. I wasn't one to collect. The only shirt that I've got of um, who's probably Big superstar is Cristiano Ronaldo's one. Ah, oh, cheapest gift, mate. You go for two of any round here, kid. I had, a, I, had a, I had a pleasure to meet him um, when I was at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, mm. One of his best friend, uh, Samido, uh, you know, took us to a game uh, with, 
yeah. when he was at Real Madrid and he and he played and they played Man United in the Champions League and we ended up going to watch him and I ended up meeting him. He's actually wow. he's actually he's actually a good lad. Nice guy. Nice guy, yeah. Does a hell of a lot for charity as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good. I don't know if anyone will ever reach the levels that him and Messi have reached, do you? Do you? I don't I mean obviously people like Maradona and no, no but, chance. Uh, no. Paul. Too late. Paul. What? Maradona. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's too it's too late for people to to start, you know, trying to reach their level. I think they started yeah. so they started so young, and by the time people realised, um, it was the gap was already too big, so mm. it's hard to get to to reduce that gap. Like if you, I think someone said um, on Sky Sports, it was like if Haaland needs wants to you know beat the record or even tie he has to score like 60 goals for the rest of the season until he's 37 yeah it's crazy isn't it? yeah so just think about that so it's just like it's the gap is just too big yeah um, yeah. But, yeah 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 hey, well, a few more gambit friend i don't get that one uh i mean you know paul penguin peter gary parker martin o'connor i.e captain marvel uh, mm-hmm. Wayne Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think you've missed a couple as well, Nick, because uh, <laughs> Flashley Cole was mentioned. Mr. Fixer, can you work on Paul Pesky's holiday for us? <laughs> Storm time. Careful, Nick. Coming up. God's sake, man. Uh, see if we can get Pesky on the on the show. And um, there was another name earlier that was mentioned. Uh, Madonna, and wasn't it? Is it Madonna? Madonna. Madonna. You know, um, right. Uh, what's that bloke's name? Oh God, what's his name? No, 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 no. Ron. Uh, Ron was he in the jungle? Uh, Ron, 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 something. Aldo. I don't know. I don't know. Ronald, I'm sure Ronald, he's Madonna. Madonna. Do you want to talk to us? Hmm? Well, Actually, Chris, can I uh, just Sorry. shout out on the the, the charity event? Because uh... yes, you must do. Yeah. We're going to launch uh, our festive charity events after the show today. So watch out for the poster showing some uh, truly fantastic prizes uh, for this time around. So um, we have signed memorabilia in a shirt from this season, uh, signed by the squad. We also have kindly donated back to us uh, the shirt for the season when uh, Jude played his last games for the club. So we have that fully signed and Jude's signature is, is on there. We have a signed book from our friend who was on last week in Chris Scudder. We have four tickets. That was brilliant last week, wasn't it? Great. We have four tickets for our game on the 2nd of January. And our prize, and thank you to our very own club uh, for this, we have two half season tickets that will be donated by the club. So that will take in 12 games from January. So some really good prizes and watch out for some details. We are supporting Cancer Research UK and one that's very close to all of us in mind. So it helps out not only with those areas, but we've got plenty of money that we can uh, then take forwards to help those great charities out. So watch out for details. And also, Fantastic thank you, stuff. Jack Magoma, for donating his house. Um, for... <laughs> <laughs> and all his shirts as well, all his... even though they smell. We'll still have them. We'll still have them. 
could, could I could I give could I give one a, um, right. a few two minutes left? Sorry, two minutes left. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Nick, Nick, hang, Nick, Nick, hang on. Calm oh, sorry, I'm a little bit there, Sorry, mate. Mags, Mags, carry on. No, I'm saying um, would it, if I could donate anything, guys. Um, if I could give away yeah, a, yeah. Some, some signed shirts. Um, it would be my pleasure, Adore. Oh, brilliant. If you guys can send me a, if, if you can send me a link, if you can send me a link to you know the charity and whatnot, I'll you know I'll just I'll just give you my email address, my personal home address, and you know <laughs> <laughs> really kind of you that is Mags. That's fantastic. That's brilliant. Brilliant, Thank brilliant. You. Uh, Craig or Craig or Paul, we'll get in touch with Sorry, Mags, I really, 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 really am. I do have uh, serious hearing problems. I'm sorry, mate, but like that, that's the way it goes. You know what I mean? But like this has been the talk, talk Monday night, six thirty through till eight o'clock at night, ladies. One minute, Birmingham City versus Swansea. Off you go. Yeah, go I'll, I'll go for a two nil Blues. Oh, thanks, okay. Chris. Two nil. I'll go two one. Craig. Uh, I fancy us for two nil as well. Mark. Uh, I'm going to go uh, same as Saturday. Two one. Jack. Two one. Chairman. You know, I think it's time we 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 scored a few at home. I'm going three. Mm. Okay, three. Chris, you I've six, just said... six nil. Cheers. Have you still got your bucket under your chair, Justin? <laughs> no, 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 no. All oh, right. Have you sorted the problem out? Yeah. No, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. I've got a little drip feed that goes right down my um, <laughs> and I wear these big wellies. Ah. Best wishes to Tony Hemmings. Uh, obviously, the husband of, of the lovely Tracy Hemmings, one of our tenor ladies, uh, he's been proper, 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 proper poorly for weeks on end. Uh, still not right. Hopefully, he's going to get that drain taken out of his lung very shortly. And Tony, we, I promise you, mate, I promise you, we all look forward to seeing you back at St Andrews so soon. Uh, Jacques, Tony is a very poorly man. He's been really poorly. Give him a message for us, kid. Um, Paul. Just want to say, you know, everyone's thinking about you. You're not alone. Um, you keep to keep going, um, to keep being positive. Um, I'm sure there's people out um, in, within your circle that care a lot about you, and I will definitely look after you. Um, so don't so don't ever feel like you know um, you're 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 on this road by yourself. Uh, we are thinking about you, as you know, we're we're mentioning you um, right now on this podcast. Um, so all I can say is to keep going and to keep fighting and to keep, you know, one step at a time. And I'm sure um, everything will be fine in the future. Bless you, Jack. Thank you very much. Are you a religious man, Jack? Yes, I am. Pray for that, man, please. Yeah, I will do. Bless you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, what a night. Jack Magoma, a legend you will never be forgotten. Uh, not by any of us, not ever, ever, ever. Uh, working down at Tottenham now. I'm disgraced to see that Tottenham sign behind you and you've not had a Birmingham City one there. I'm not going to be full of mate. You could have changed it just for the night. You could have changed it for the night, Jack. Uh, i tell you what, you're never coming on this show again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack, i tell you what, Ken, you, you've scored some crackers. You've played in some Boston games. Uh, we've loved you down at St Andrews. I promise you that. And I'm sure the team will, will reiterate that. Uh, from Alan Watton, from Mark Adams, from Paul Hipkiss, from myself, from the uh, Mr. Fixer, Craig Courtney and Chris Brown. Good night. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. And don't forget, if you are religious, please pray for Tony. Tony Hemmings. Good night. God bless. This has been the Talk Talk Show, sponsored by Paul Sports, principal sponsor of Birmingham City Football Club. And we will be back here 